0: You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary.
1: This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no.
0: I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and the theticketfm.com.
1: We're back here on the Happy Hour, one final time on a Thursday. We welcome in the uh, Oscar Hall of Famer, Eric Strickland. Hello, Stricky. Nick, you're across the way from I am. me. Oh did my you, goodness. Did you not look up the entire time you were in here?
2: I did not. Oh. Yeah, Rico's not here. I know, it's unbelievable. It's, yeah, I know. It's just um it's so unusual not to hear adios. Not yet. Not
0: yet. Yeah. So I um, took four years of Spanish. Can I say it today?
2: I took four. <laughs> did you take it in high school? So
1: not, or did you take two in college? Uh,
0: I took four in high school and I took one class because I thought I was going to minor in Spanish and changed my mind. Gotcha. Did you take Spanish classes?
2: Jim? I did. I did very well. I actually speak. Um, I can speak conversa- conversationally and understand oh, more, nice. than, Bien. Than what I, more than what I probably could speak.
1: Nice. That's good. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I I'm I enjoyed the Spanish classes; those were fun. Um, it's, anyway, Husker football concluded day number three of spring practice. I'm sure you guys will talk a little bit about this coming up on your guys' show as well. Um, but I I'll say this as somebody that was there and and watched it in person, you can tell what guys came from Georgia.
0: <laughs> That's that obvious already. As,
1: like Arik Gilbert is a is a dude. Like he and, and Jacob Hood, although he's not playing. Sherman as well, but I'm saying in terms of, like, thick and just built, you can tell, Mm -hmm. especially in, like, the lower body, the thighs, the legs. You can just tell that, like, a guy like Eric Gilbert has been to both LSU and Georgia.
2: Yeah, so you do notice this. Yeah, yeah, you do.
1: And, like, Thomas Fedoni's now up there, too, because, I mean, Thomas, Mm -hmm. but in terms of of product on the field, like, I, I, after today, I walked away going, I am pumped to see, I I, like, I hope
2: Eric gets on the field. Because I want to see him on the field. I mean, I I said that when we were doing a breakdown on the uh, on the block. I I said he's one of the ones that I I want to keep an eye on. Yeah. You know, we talked about different players that we would like to kind of see, and he's one of the ones. Mm-hmm. I, I and 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 I and 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 uh, um the reason I say that is I'm very rem- I'm reminded of just how good tight ends have been over the years at Nebraska. Yeah. Right? How well they've been used, and I remembered one specifically that. I envision when I think about Arik is Johnny Mitchell. Oh yeah. Hmm. You know, just that type of athlete fat like Johnny Mitchell was before his time. Mm-hmm. Like if if he if he would have you know, been around towards the latter half of of what we started to see with your, you know, Gonzalez's mm-hmm. and and the likes of those types of guys And I just don't know. I don't know if injuries kind of killed him a little bit. I mean, he did make it, but I would have loved to see him in a modern type of, you know, because back then it was very pro style.
1: Well, and that's what's going to be interesting. Like, I'm not sure. We have no clue what personnel packages are going to look like with this team and under Matt Rule. But we do know about two tight ends, right? We've heard that a couple of times from various coaches that they want to involve two tight ends at a time. And, and that's that's a good combination uh, in a room that I was I'm not I'm still not sure what to think of. With with Fedoni healthy and and being able to actually see him practice, I think that's a big part of it, right? Because every single time we've been to practice throughout his career, he's been running stadiums. Like I remember watching him last year, and I would see him up on the on the west side below the press boxes, running up and down the stadium steps because that's all he could do. Yeah. He was rehabbing, and so it's like. To actually be able to see him out there and see his size and him, him catch passes and, and him run, right, and at full strength, there's a little bit more of, of a – I don't want to say comfort in my head, but just, a, okay, this is what the tight end room is going to look like. And, and you still have Borchature who's probably the most experienced guy um, in terms of on-field at Nebraska in that room. And then you have the spring story of A.J. Rollins still there. But it's like really at the top there, it's Arik Gilbert and, and Thomas Fedoni – and I would I would say that I, I feel a little bit better at this moment than I did maybe 24 hours ago.
0: And those guys playing up to their potential gives Nebraska the best tight end room in the conference.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Up would to their agree.
0: potential in the conference. Now agree. you got to get it out of them. You got to get them to that level. But to your point, too, Nick, it, it's nice to have some of those guys that look like that yeah. that have that potential. How do you build more? Because having well, yeah. having one MJ Sherman one. One Gilbert and one Hood is not enough.
1: What I would ask, is it impossible to get the guys that look like them here at Nebraska? Or 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 turn guys into ones that look like him? That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. That's, That's what I should have mentioned. Yes. Y-
0: you have to be able to turn guys into that. Because yeah. you're not going to get guys that are ready-made built like that yeah. at Nebraska. Unless, you know you get super lucky you do the best recruiting job of of your tenure. You're not going Mm -hmm. to bring in guys that look like that from day one. You have to be able to build them. That's Mm -hmm. always been the case at Nebraska.
2: And that's something we're going to talk about next segment, around 225 time frame, because there's been a flip. There's been a change in what – Ohio mm-hmm. State used to be able to well, acquire, yeah. and now Michigan has kind of started to go into their backyard and mm-hmm. pull some of the best of what they have to offer. So how does Nebraska get to that point? And that's kind of where I think we're going to dig into a little bit and, and get, get some uh, interaction on the text line as well. And, and, and I, I think about that, and, and, and that's why it's so important that we're seeing now what Rule mm-hmm. said. When he stood in front of us when he first came, of how he wants to get it done. Uh, So definitely
1: stay tuned for that. I don't know if you guys saw that uh, scouts at Ohio State's Pro Day yesterday salivating over Marvin Harrison Harrison, Jr. Jr., And he's still got one year left. Can't touch him. I mean, just salivating over. I I, I can't remember the exact quote, but Mm -hmm. it was just like, he's a specimen. This guy. Is is set? I mean, imagine we imagine, heard the same thing with Smith and Jig, but last yeah, year. Imagine Imagine knowing that. Like, I just got to take care of what I can. I just got to take care of my business, and and I'm going to be a first round pick. That part. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. take care of my business. Well, they Kyle McCord, don't they, screw this up for me. They, yeah, exactly.
0: They
2: said Cam Newton kind of had a nice little showing. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what that's going to. He's better than to. all 32 he, quarterbacks. As just so ask him.
1: Just ask him. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for us on the Happy Hour. Shout out to Austin for for joining me tomorrow. We talk Big Junior Day. Uh, With Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska as we preview the big recruiting weekend. Stick around on the block with Stricken Austin coming up next on the ticket.